The second round of the Formula One Championship was at Malaysia and under remarkable weather conditions, Jensen Button has taken the victory. <laughs> what a crazy race, it really was. Um, I mean, my start was, was pretty bad. Um, I had a lot of uh, oversteer in the car. I, just, I don't think I got heat into the rear tyres. Went back to fourth, got up to third, eventually got back to the front. And, um, and I was pretty happy with that, you know, our pace was good. And then the rain started and uh, choosing the tyres was very difficult because normally here when it rains, it pours, um, but it didn't to start with. Um, we went for the, the uh, full wet tyre and it just destroyed itself. So saw Timo flying up behind us with the Inter. Um, so we put the Inter on. Um, just as he came by, I saw his tyres were bald uh, and it was raining out the back. So uh, he, was, he was struggling quite a bit on that and had to pit. So a very interesting race. And, uh, you know, I still haven't seen a chequered flag without a safety car in front. In 05, from 10th to 3rd, and now from 10th to 2nd, great use of the conditions, a long fuel strategy, came in on lap 22, a little bit earlier than you needed to, and, and worked out perfectly for you. Yeah, I think it was a very difficult race, obviously, in these conditions, and uh, took the right tyre choice, or, or not the perfect tyre choice, I went straight to extras, as Jensen said, normally uh, there's heavy rainfall here, and then the team told me there's heavy rain expected, I told them Inters would be a lot quicker now, and then just when they told me to, to pit, um, it started to rain heavier, and actually it was just uh, 200 metres from the pit entry, and then I said, no, no, I stay out, it starts to rain more heavy, as I tried to preserve my tyres, uh, in the beginning some other guys were quicker than me on the extra wets, but I knew if the rain starts, then hopefully I can stay out, that worked, but still my rear tyres were destroyed completely, and uh, was, was a slick basically, and when it started to rain, I, I just tried to stay on the circuit. Fantastic result for you and the team, of course. And Timo, a great call to go on to the intermediates, as Jensen has just said. Talk us through that. Yeah, it was a tricky race, I have to say. I mean, uh, at the end, I have to say, one of the best races uh, I ever could do. But, um, you know, from the start on, we, we struggled a bit at the start. I don't know why we lost so many places. I couldn't believe that Fernando and Kimi were in, in, in front of me in the first corner. I didn't know where they come from. And I struggled, and it was only, I think, P8 after the first lap. And um, in the traffic was really tricky. And, you know, after five, six laps, I saw already the clouds are coming. And I was every time asking, <clears throat> when is the rain coming? When is the rain coming? And, uh, you know, they said, you know, it should come in the next couple of minutes. And then I thought, you know, when it takes so long, because you saw the big clouds coming definitely. And it took just so long. Then I, and we were so close to the first pit stop. So I said, okay, you know what, uh, I take the risk, we go for Inters and then we see, because the other, I saw already Philippe Massa, I think, on, on heavy wets quite early and I knew they will destroy at least the tyres as well. So I said, come on, we go for Inters and, and, and take the risk and at the end it paid off. And, uh, but, you know, the, the last two laps behind the safety car, it was so... Uh, confusing because my engineer told me when I did the pit stop you're leading the race so I said okay I don't push because I want to save the tires and then I saw Jensen coming out in front of me so I was P2 then I jumped out of the car everybody said you're P2 P2 <laughs> now I came up here I'm P3 so hopefully when I come down back to the team I'm still in P3 so that's what I'm hoping for well now heading back a couple of weeks and we go to the Bianti Touring Car Masters their first round was held at the Adelaide Clipsal 500 as one of the support categories. They had four races across the weekend, three for points and one for charity. And at the end of the weekend, it was Gavin Bullis, the defending champion in a Ford Boss Mustang that took out all four races and the pole position. 
You would think a perfect weekend. Yeah, sure it does. I wanted the lap record. <laughs> I don't know. I did. I got did. did I get it? Did I? You got the record as well. Oh, good. No, I'm, I'm happy with that now. And that was the reason for the two donuts at the end. <laughs> I, I guess you can't celebrate too much uh, if you don't win all three races. And uh, I mean, it's pretty rare in in our category, especially that you can have three race wins out of three races. It's, Four uh, race wins, Gav. Well, four, four race wins, but I mean, one of them you don't count so much. But um, look, we've got a great crew. Uh, Tony, who preps the car, and we've got you know a couple of Dennis O'Brien from Wagga who builds the engines, and Shannon's Biani, NGK plugs, uh, Phil Monday panels. They're going to be looking after the car after I put it into the wall in first practice, backed it in at turn eleven. Um, you know, there's so many people that it takes to make up a good team to get it to where you want to get it. And, you know, I'll probably be really strong at this event, but I'll be going to Winton and I'm going to be struggling. I mean, you never know. And there's so many different criteria that it takes to, to get race wins. And, uh, I mean, these guys help me along the way. They push me and push me harder and harder. And I was actually trying to suck Steve in at that last corner into turn turn nine there where I went in real, real deep and I was sort of wondering whether he'd follow me and he did follow me so he ran a bit wide but um, anyway it was all good but um, no a great weekend we had a terrific time the track was great very slippery this weekend from the dust I mean there's so much dust this year and uh, the whole track all weekend has been you get one inch offline and the car's sliding everywhere I mean I nearly tagged the wall through turn eight a couple of times Um, coming out of three I nearly tagged it yesterday coming out of three there um, scraping mirrors, it, it's it's a tough track, you know. I mean, you really got to be on it to make sure that you can get there, get to the end, and finish. Second place is Steve Mason. Mason in a Chevrolet Camaro once again had a consistent round. But uh, yeah, we're lucky enough to to be on the podium last year and win. Um, very very grateful uh, to uh, all the people that organised this series, um, the Bianti model cars. Uh, rare spares and Shannon's insurance without their backing uh, our series wouldn't go on and uh, and we wouldn't be able to be up on these podiums but great racing have a lot of fun in the Chev Camaro and uh, very thankful to Hercules Engines in Sydney for their support Rod Wilson was driving for Gavin Bullis in a Ford XY GTHO his consistency across the weekend netted him third place outright he was happy to be able to get the opportunity to be part of the Touring Car Masters. Oh, blown away. Um, you know, I've just been in this car, invited by Gavin, which I'm really grateful for, to come and do a couple of races and iron out a few bugs and develop this car a little bit. And to be on the podium is just an absolute thrill like, for me and for these guys too, because uh, it's... Um, a racer wants to go to race, and uh, he's given me a chance to do that, so I'm grateful. Thanks, Gav. Nice. And uh, I had a ball. So with Mustangs, Camaros, XYGTs, Porsches, Tiranas, and all sorts of other muscle cars and memories in Australian motorsport, how do the drivers feel having such recognisable vehicles, and what's the public's reaction to them? You know, it's pretty good. Um, we get a really good reaction from everybody out there. They're actually saying to us that they want to see longer races. You know, seven laps wasn't enough. They wanted to see 12 to 15 lap races. Um, and they're, they're just blown away by the cars. Um, 
Yesterday we had a woman come up who was blind and I said to Mars, go and put her in the car because I said to her, she was getting an auto- autograph on a poster and I said, um, you don't can't see the cars, how do you find the cars? She said, oh, I smell the cars. She said, I can hear the cars. So, you know, I get a really good feel for it. And I asked Mars to go and put her in my car. So she went and sat in the car and she had a feel of it and got to know where everything was, gear levers, so she could actually get a feel. Then I found out she was, what, three-time Olympic champion with uh, three gold medals, you know, in, in the Paralympics. And, and it's just so many different people come up, diverse people, and we're getting a lot of kids coming up. The kids are loving the cars. I think it's driven by the fathers because they want to go there and see it. And because, I guess, V8 supercars are so um, removed from the fans as much, you know, trying to get around the cars and look at the cars and lift the bonnets and, you know, put the kids in the car and have them sit, I, I think for us it's really good. Uh, and uh, hopefully the racing is as good and, 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 you know, if not a bit better than, you know, with the passing moves. I hope that's the way. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's amazing to drive in different categories of motorsport and just gauge the reaction of the public. And I've got to say, you know, over there in these tents, uh, it's these earlier cars appeal to such an incredibly broad audience. Like, this, like Gav says, kids, you know, their parents had XYs or XAs or a Mustang or dreamed of having a Mustang, and they can touch them and feel them and look at them, and they're real. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm blown away. I, I'm amazed at the reaction that XYGT gets in the paddock. I'm just staggering. The blind athlete that Gavin Bullis was talking about was Lynn Lepore. She was a cyclist, a tandem cyclist, which won gold, silver and bronze at the Sydney 2000 Olympics.